Black revolutionaries, distillery owners, Italian fashion retailers, and Motown Grammy winners all share their best stories never before told in any other media outlets on Detroit Is Different. Visit DetroitIsDifferent.com or download the Detroit Is Different app on Apple's App Store or Google's Play Store. All right, we are back. We are back in full effect in the Detroit Is Different podcast studios. And right now, we actually done turn this into a lounge kickback. Uh, <laughs> we got Lazar in effect uh, with uh, representing a couple different brands when it comes to uh, the the game of spirits and black folks getting into and have been into uh, definitely distilling different liquors and also other beverages. We even got water in effect, all types of stuff. Lazar, how you feeling? All is well. How you doing, my brother? How you doing? Oh, man. Happy, Everything is cool. Everything happy Friday. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. You, you made a cool cocktail. People going to see it throughout this video and everything. Yeah. We, uh, we, uh, we definitely enjoying the summer spirits. Absolutely. That's that That's that Duke and Dame and uh, Nikki's Ginger Tea, man. That's a that's a phenomenal mix. Uh, Nikki's Ginger Tea is out of Detroit. What up, Detroit? Mm -hmm. uh, Detroit is different, for sure. All right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Goes well with that uh, cherry apple ginger, with that Duke and Dame salted caramel whiskey. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, like I said, I think I tried this before when I was over at uh, Burt's Warehouse, mm -hmm. uh, supporting what Mike Bonner's been doing, uh, along with Burt and Foolish. Yeah. Uh, Coco was out there, and they said, try some of this. Yeah, yeah. Right? Shout out shout out to them, man. They really supported us over there. We actually uh, sponsored the month of April over there with Duke and Dane, Soda Caramel Whiskey. Okay. Yeah, so it was a big deal for us. Um, we got it on the on the mouths and palates of a lot of people over there. Some phenomenal shows over there. Coco okay. represented heavy, mm -hmm. Foolish represented heavy. We, you know, Mike Bonner talked about it. But you know, Mike Bonner don't drink no more. Uh -huh. Shout out to Mike for that. You know, but it was great. It was a great time over there, man. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, it was a cool kickback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, definitely something big. And you all know that Detroit is different. Is a hub supporting comedy and other forms of black performance, but definitely comedy. When we think of the Detroit is different family over here, and those are some OGs. OGs in the game. In the game. You know, we, uh, <laughs> we, you know, Josh J. Bell, uh, Ron Taylor, yeah. Jeff Horst, yes. uh, Melanie Hearn. So many people yeah, just man. interconnected to yeah, the family just yeah. from Josh. Karen Addison. Yeah. You know, all of them cats man you know mm -hmm. big time big time we love them we love them definitely yeah. so when we talk about karen and and other things that necessarily moves over to uh griot and everything yeah, that jane have been doing uh yeah. and they fam been doing yep. but it's it's the black spirits we know the black bars are, are, are yeah. big but uh, yeah <laughs> you know the spirits we 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 go to and what we lean on uh now we know of uh a lot of black liquors oh yeah i mean i think um for me, I I I went out, I ventured out and on a journey. Like, let me find us. Mm -hmm. Let me see who we are and where we are, and let me connect with who we are and where we are. And also, let me bring it back home mm -hmm. and share these brands. You know, uh, I am a um, Michigan market manager for Uncle Nearest. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Uncle Nearest uh, Premium Whiskey, 1856, 1884, 1820, Master yeah. Blend. I mean, we and we're the fastest growing uh, African American owned spirit branded period of all yeah. time you know yeah and and so people know it's like the backstory is people know it's like you know jack daniels was made by a black man right for sure like for sure everything was made by some black I mean, people i think i think we 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 that's the story forever yeah, right yeah. it just so happened this story didn't get buried mm -hmm. this story got bottled you know what i mean <laughs> it's, it's it's one of them things you know it didn't get buried it got bottled and i salute uh fawn and our whole team over there we we doing some amazing things and not just 
for the spirit industry uh for for uncle nears but for the spirit industry for those who are coming up you know it's, it's some things that we released this week i can't really talk about at the moment mm -hmm. but it's some major things that we release uh as far as far as supporting other brands uh african-american owned brands that are coming up uh that need our help and assistance etc so look out for that that's coming soon now now with that being said that that kind of just lends us to the usual detroit is different discussion and you've been on before so let's let's start we usually start with like what brought your family here and everything to detroit but now i'm just gonna go right into you you know yeah, go back yeah. in the archives of detroit is different yeah, yeah. the lazar story <laughs> from top to bottom <laughs> yeah. but let's start on this journey how did you get into the promotion of liquors uh you already have a connection to nightlife um yeah, yeah. from promotions yourself yeah. uh owning an establishment yeah. uh managing different establishments what led you into the world of saying like all right i want to represent liquors but specifically black owned liquor brands facts facts i think uh for me it was one of them segues right i never wanted to do it with any brand that was already out Right. You know, those other brands that I just never want to do it. It, it was never on my agenda. Mm -hmm. But uh, once uh, I think how I got how I got into it, um, me and my wife, we give a film festival, Detroit Trinity International Film Festival. It's our mm -hmm. 15th year. And in 2018, early 2018, I think June, July. Um, I got some information about Uncle Nearest. And shout out uh, your wife, Marcel. Mar oh, uh, man. Definitely another friend of the Detroit is yes. Different family, too. Yes, top flight. And very creative. Yes, yeah. absolutely, 100%. That's my goal. That's my goal. You hear me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> she, uh, so I reached out. Uh, I'm going to make the story short as possible. I reached out. Um, I made the call. And when I called, I said, uh, and they weren't, uh, Uncle Nearest wasn't available in Michigan yet. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, I think the SVP picked up the phone. And I said, wouldn't it be great to introduce Uncle Nears Premium Whiskey at Detroit Trinity International Film Festival? And she said, absolutely. So <laughs> they shipped uh -huh. me a couple products. And you know, and you, and you know me, Kay, we, whatever I get that's black, and whatever I get, whatever I'm connected to, yeah. I'm going to support it and I'm going to push it just like it's my all own. Day. All right? day. Now, let me ask you this, because it's, it's different laws and liquor and all of that stuff, because, you know, one of my friends, uh, not uh, my my brother in, in in mind not necessarily skin you know what I'm right saying? right but, right uh, mike uh from the Detroit city distillery mm -hmm. you know i'm always uh repping uh what they do uh and, and i'm learning more about that business from him like shipping liquor like yeah. liquor has a lot of oh um, man you know it's not it's restricted you know it's not like a t-shirt no it's you know restricted what I'm like, you can't just ship it anywhere yes yeah you can't just ship it anywhere i think um on behalf of distilleries as as far as samples and as far as uh um entities that can receive liquor that have liquor licenses uh you can you can ship to that those establishments but uh -huh. you can all uh, and that was in 2018 so yeah you know when i received it it came straight to my house had to sign for it uh it's just like some somebody sending a diamond ring to your house you got to sign for it yeah um so moving forward i think july august september in October, they they kind of product sponsored my events. Wow! And then in November, uh, and I was fine with that. I, I, mm -hmm. I had no I I knew that I wanted to support it, and it also prompted me to because uh, I had a space in the Fisher Building, yeah. uh, down in a little bar down in there. It prompted me to um, it just prompted me to search for more mm -hmm. African American owned brands because I knew they were out there. You know, you hear about the ones that are our rappers, the rappers we love talk about, but some of those things are not really they mostly the face of those things and, and so. we were going to unpack that because yeah. that was one of the discussion points yeah. as uh yeah 
that we want to talk about too. Right. But you, so it, so it led you in a journey to say, okay, yeah, this can't be the only one. This can't be the only one. Uh-huh. So that one. So when they came, they came in. They called me in November and was like, "How do we strengthen our relationship?" And I just said, "Come see me." Mm-hmm. You know how we do. We we Detroit it. So you got to come talk to us directly yeah. if you want to talk something different. So he came to see me. We established a uh, a relationship. Uh, and I'm, I'm very uh, intentional about moving this brand and telling this story. The story is so impactful, man. I've, I've told this story with Google, LinkedIn, um, uh, uh, Bedrock. I've told this story with our, our people. Every every time I run into one of us, I'm telling this story. I did over, uh, I think for the first two years, I probably did a 150 plus um, pop-ups mm-hmm. uh, in stores. Uh, more than that, most likely more than that. But at, and right, I know I'm probably at like 300 right now. And with with Uncle Nearest, with Uncle Nearest, with Uncle Nearest. Oh wow! Like this is with Uncle Nearest because that wow. story had to be known because there were some things that you know people didn't know about the story. You know, it was some confusion about who Jack was and who Nearest was. And can you share that story for the people watching? I, we're going on the assumption that people know. Right. What's the Uncle Nearest? Story? Well, the Uncle Nearest. I mean, I'm gonna give you a piece of it. Right. Yep. The Uncle Nearest story is, is is basically this. The bottom line is Uncle Nearest is the first African American. Uh, master distiller on record. Period. He taught Jack Daniels how to t- how to distill whiskey. Jack Daniels never owned slaves. Jack Daniels wasn't a uh, slave owner. In fact, he was probably ten to fifteen years younger than Uncle Nearest, Nathan Nearest Green. Right, mm-hmm. and that both of those families in in that uh, in Lynchburg were were pretty much family. You know, they were pretty much prominent families, and and that's that's pretty much the story. If you want to know more about that story, we have it on our. Um, on our website mm-hmm. and it's narrated by jeffrey wright we all know who jeffrey wright is phenomenal actor and uh you can get you uh, people's and, and, hernandez and shaft yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see what, what he, played like martin luther king. he played martin he luther played, king he played he played basquiat yeah he played that and, yeah and then like what what else is a big uh a big role from jeffrey wright uh he was in uh something on netflix not too yeah. long ago but yeah. a heck of an actor heck, heck of and he does a patient job telling that story to where you can't misinterpret it yes so you know a heck of a voice oh my goodness I mean, it's not it, like he's not as famous as i guess you say morgan freeman with voiceovers right. but you you hear the voice and you recognize you recognize the voice you definitely recognize and he's like i said he does an excellent job and i think to get the real clear picture of what it is because of the way he tells it yeah. i think i'll send people i usually send people now i send them out to uh to our website to get that full story so before that story you're, you're going and you said 150 locations plus plus telling this story and that's that's and just over the span of how long uh and i think 150 i did that before 2020 that's from wow. 2019 to 2020 because it, uncle nares had just came to michigan now and, now we for people that don't know and that that definitely shows your hip-hop connection because that's <laughs> the in your face <laughs> old school hip-hop promotions come on the, man the as uh you know my man OG, I need to get him back. Bush Small would say, yeah, yeah. we had new records. We yeah. had to go to projects yes. in Chicago. And yes. Pass yes. out vinyls because the kids yes. needed them. Yes. It's the pull-up culture. Yes. That's how you I know? got my first Technicolor album. Somebody get handed it to me in person. <laughs> <laughs> like, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. It, it, it's something about that energy yes. of people being in your face. Yes. And I, that's like the hip-hop spirit yes. to me. Yes. But we're... We're working those locations. Yeah. I, I did a campaign with my album, If Detroit Were Heaven, back in 15. My, my friend Sterling was like, do 43 and 67. Like mm-hmm. 43 dates mm-hmm. or events or different things over the pan of 67 days. Mm-hmm. That 
can be that shit can get tiresome. Man, exhausting. Hard work, exhausting. But you still gotta interact with people because yes. you campaigning. Yes. On behalf of like your product, yes. your, your creativity, your album, what whatever it is you're working on. Yes. In that short span of time, you know, sometimes you're gonna hit a crowd where you go a place where it's a thousand people. Yeah. And you think, wow, this would be great. But yeah. in that thousand people crowd, you may only talk to really, you may only connect to like, you know. 15. Yeah. And facts. then you may hit a crowd where it's only 10 people, but you actually get a chance to give the breadth and the depth yeah. of whatever your story is. Yeah. And then that now they almost become advocates. So Absolutely. it's basically turning over every stone. Every stone, every stone. I, I went from my connects from the Fillmore mm -hmm. to the gas station. Mm. You understand? I mean, I mean, from the gas station that grew up in my neighborhood, just having those conversations because I know yeah. he got people. Yeah. I know he got cousins. And I know. If me and him got a relationship, he gonna yeah. take me to his relationships. I mean, you know, I, I've I've been fortunate enough, you know. Okay, I've been in the entertainment business a long time. I've and developed relationships a long time. And that's where I tip my hat to you because to be somebody with the with the with the experience in this game, mm -hmm. but to still go out and come from the ground up for right. what we call uh and shout out to Rock Bullock too, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> street team marketing. Street and team, baby. Yes. To do that. <laughs> yes. Because that's the hard work. You know, yes. usually we think we get we get big enough where yeah. we're not gonna We ain't on the street no more. You know, we you ain't know, you wanna pay somebody else yeah, to the street. Yeah, thing. but people but I, I I think for this for uh starting out with Uncle Nears, it was like they needed to talk to me. I needed yeah. to I needed to introduce myself in this brand this way and, and coming from that background with events and promos and all that kind of thing it helped me navigate through because i can assess a person yeah right i can walk in and assess that owner that that person see how he vibing with me and then know what to say to him how do i get his attention how do i get on the other side of his door right right when he's behind that counter how do i get behind the counter because once i'm behind the counter that's a sole product yeah right because that's an invite now, if I'm on this side of the counter and he don't invite me on the side of the counter, I got to come back to that. I'll get you later. Yeah. You're still on the list. I'll just get you later. I just have to come. I know I have to come on a certain time. And it's just, really, it's just energy. How do I get you back? And I'll get and, you back. And liquor is even different than music, for instance. Yeah, because, like, with man. music, I can go hip to hip. Yeah. yeah you know, liquor, yeah. you... Well, I guess you sort of could come out the trunk and sell it, but you're gonna you gonna get shut down. You're gonna get fast, shut down you know? and it's not, Yeah, it's not like MC and it's Hammer a good, dancing yeah. in Oakland. You and know it's a controlled saying? state. You know, Michigan yeah. is a different state than other states. There are some states where some of our reps can literally take the liquor and sell into the store wow. and have the liquor in the trunk. Oh. Not here. Yeah, and that's not where here. like even requesting, like I say, I've learned from my friend Mike, and then yeah. through him, I met. You know, uh, as people know, uh, I, I also cool with my man Tony with Cabresto uh, mm -hmm. tequila, too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as people know. And then you also learn the art of these liquors, too. Like yeah. tequila specifically needs to be grown in the agave region yes, sir. of yes, Mexico sir. Yes, to sir. be an official yes, sir. tequila. You, you can't grow it on the east side. Yeah. That, that can't, you Even can't it say. It can taste the exact could, same. Yeah. yeah. You, you can have the agave plant. Yeah. But it's not an official tequila. <laughs> no. Just like cognac needs to be from a certain part of France yeah, to that's be a fact. recognized as a cognac. That's so, a like, fact. I've learned a lot of this stuff, you know, where it's like, if it's not a cognac, they're going to call it a brandy. Yes. Right. Ciroc is a brandy where it's like, damn, this tastes like Hennessy. Yeah. It's like, well, it's, a brandy technically is a cognac, but it's not from the cognac region that's right. of France. So, that's it's not right. going to be honored like a cognac. That's right. That's right. So, like, you learn these different things, these different rules, and... 
and 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 you build this up, but you're really building up a campaign to get me to go to my liquor store and bug the hell out of my uh my That's liquor right. store to be before it's like, come on, let's go on and buy a case. That's and right. And then even if my liquor store wants to buy a case, the liquor supplier now. Mm-hmm. Needs to go on and get the case too, mm-hmm. which needs to be cleared through the Michigan uh, Liquor Authority. Like mm-hmm. it's steps oh man, it's in crazy. the liquor process. It's crazy. Like it's almost like three steps before you can it just is. get to the crib and have a cocktail because it's you know it's Sunday and you grilling yep. or whatever. Yeah, it, it's not as easy as like I say <laughs> when you are music. You know when it's music, it's like oh you want the CD? Yeah, bam. I, I can pass it to you directly, but not this. Nah, I got you have to order it through your store. I mean, and I think my my strategy was. I did, you know, we're downtown. This is our area. East side, downtown. That's us. We own that. We run that. No matter what nobody think, the people like us are very familiar with our surrounding that yeah. seven, between Jefferson and the Boulevard. Is what I, Jefferson yeah. and 8 Mile. So we have events downtown, like major events at these clubs at the River Walk. I mean, the, what is that? The River Days. Mm-hmm. Smoke on the River. Shout out to my man Will Smith at Duels. Uh, all those things bring people from all over yeah. Michigan, right? So if I'm if I got two thousand people from twenty five different locations and areas, they got my car, they got my they I imprinted my personality on them, and they're gonna take it back to their neighborhood store. And like, yo, I had this at this event. Do y'all carry it? Now that's gonna prompt that retail person to call because they gonna have my car, right? Yeah. They gonna hand that person my car, and he's gonna call or he's gonna call the distillery and order it. Then I'm gonna go see him because I keep track of who ordered, and I'm making known if you order and you haven't seen me, I'm gonna come see you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna introduce myself to you. I'm gonna bring you a gift, a T-shirt, a jar, or something, and we're gonna have we're gonna start a relationship because I want you to that's continuously do this. I don't want this to be a one-off school. And, and really, it. in a lot of ways, this was after you get from hip to hip. Yeah, it was the mom and pop record stores, as they say, kind of yeah. like supplying them. Yeah, it's. Is being shout out another music person, uh, OG Godfather Tyrone Bradley, TB. Yes, you know, absolutely. So, uh, it becomes a, a business in, in liquor, like I say, because it's the state has to approve the liquor being sold, yeah. and then the liquor needs to be supplied by official suppliers. Yeah, and then those supply you have to order from whatever supplier you have as a liquor store or bar. Yeah, and now you got your liquor. Now you got your liquor. Now the customer got it. Yeah, but the, I think for me, my again, I, I hit them so many different ways because that's again we come from that. Yeah, we uh, I hit you with the customer. Yeah, and I'll hit you with the retailer. Now the customer is bugging the retailer. The retailer bugging the distributor. The distribution is di- is bugging the distillery. Now it's like, what is we doing? What what's going? What, doing what's happening over, over there? Why, is this, why right? does Detroit want so yeah, many yeah, purple? Yeah. Uh, why does Detroit right, want right. so many of this Prince album? Yeah, like, right, right, right. What's going on? What is going I need to go on? see them. What's happening, right? Yes, it's like, what are they doing here? It's I, like, oh, it's Mojo. Right, <laughs> right, right. I think for me, and and I didn't find this out until man, and it was it was with my VP. Shout out to Chuck Concrete. Um, he told me we had a meeting in January uh, over the phone. He was like, you know, you did uh, in 2019, you did this amount. He said, but you just did five times as much as the first year. Wow. And he was like, he said, that's incredible. I'm like, no, I bought, I know I bought two before the, before the uh, official close. Yeah. My friend, uh, Amel was even mad. She was like, I was going to buy you that foot. I was like, yo, I I, I saw it. (laughs) I saw it first in Harbor town. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then I saw it over at the liquor store that's black owned. Yeah. Alex white. 
liquor, uh, liquor basket. That's liquor, liquor basket. basket. Yep. It's right next to the Better Made Factory. Yep. If you are a Detroiter and know anything about the East Side, yes, yes, you should know that. Yes, it's driving down grass shit. Absolutely. It's like right, and when I say it's right next to Better Made, it's yeah. not like a, not like a Fago. Is it Fago? It's Fago. Fago. Yeah. Next to Fago. Next to Fago. Yeah. It's you, right next. And you can It's connected to Fago. Yeah. Literally. That's what I was gonna say. It's like literally yeah. right there. Like it's yeah. not down the street around the corner. Not. No, it's right there. The, the hood version of right next to you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, 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 right. It's right there. It's, yeah. it's in the same, yes, the yes. buildings are interjoined. Yeah, shout out to them. And we did a, a couple of tastings over there. We, we did one with Uncle Nares and then we one with Duke and Dame. The Duke and Dame, I think Uncle Nares, we sold 28 bottles mm. uh, in two hours. And then the Duke and Dame, I think we sold 43 bottles. And let's talk a little bit about that, too, because the pricing for it, as yeah. people may... You know, I don't know how many people, you know, indulge and buy spirits, yeah. you know, and, and what you're going to buy. But the fifth is it's not your uh, it ain't it ain't bottom shelf liquor. Prices. No, this not is at all. Plastic bottle. Prices. Nah, nah. This premium liquor, baby. This premium liquor. This this is those who like cigars who like who's at least for connoisseurs and those who enjoy things that are good. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's nothing against any. Everybody had their choice. It's about really choices. Yeah. One day you might want to pick a up plastic so, bottle yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, I use it i use it with a customer because he he sent me an email upset like uh, this liquor is not for black people that i said i don't know any liquor that's specifically for a group of people <laughs> i said but what i can i said it's like sometimes you want to indulge in something different i said tuesdays at club celebrity they got two dollar uh lamb chops right yeah and they excellent uh -huh. two dollars yeah but at sloppy chops on McNicholas, right. they forty five dollars every day. Yeah. So one day you might enjoy celebrity, and the other day you might want. I'm gonna go ahead and spend that forty five at Sloppy Chops. Yeah, right. And, For these three or four chops, and we can even unpack that a little bit as uh, B Scarab like tying so many conversations together. Yeah. You can tell me and Lazar like when we connect, mm -hmm, we may mm -hmm. connect every so often, but our minds just that creative yeah. energy flows. Yeah. But it's a lifestyle. It is like some of when it we is. think of of a premium liquor or wine mm -hmm. or spirit like mm -hmm. it becomes like a lifestyle brand yeah yeah like you say not every day you're not, not every you're not, day really you're not supposed to be drinking liquor every, every day, day anyway. anyway right so but uh but in that lifestyle pieces that you have you know we, yeah. we remember as kids you know yeah. our, our family had you know fridays was this certain day for this type of thing you could splurge yes through the week you got to eat what's on the table and what's in the refrigerator whatever mama cook is what you got to do yeah. on friday she gonna give you that option burger king mcdonald's wendy's uh coney island whatever that is mm -hmm. right and that and that's your you consider that like wow that's that's great because i ain't got to eat yeah. sweet peas <laughs> mashed potatoes and yeah. chicken right mm -hmm. so that's a splurge it's the same thing with with any liquor not just whiskey champagne um uh, uh cognac everything you may one day you may want that um uh seagram's gin right what was the bubble face right <laughs> you might want bubble face yeah. i don't know yeah then one day you might want uh something else bullock you may yeah. want something it just depends on what your taste is and let's um, so so when we think about these premium liquors yeah what's the difference as we develop our palate um because yeah it's hard to try you know you you're yeah. buying good whiskey you're yeah. spending 60 60 dollars yeah. bottle yeah you know so like how do we know and then also so you guys know a lot of that also is taxation and how yeah. things work in the state too yeah but yeah. how how do you know what's good, what's not good? And then, yeah, like you say, our taste buds are our taste buds. Yeah. But still, like, how can, how can we tell what's the process of it, I, of, I, of what a premium liquor is versus a liquor that's 
you know. Uh-huh. I mean, I think to in more. short, in short, is the age. It's really when you age something as it's, it's like as as it aged, the more is the more valuable it is, right? The process itself, like Uncle Nears is processed through a, a process that's like no other. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it comes from a, um, if I'm saying it correctly, it comes from a process out of Africa. So you don't you don't you don't get that in no other mm-hmm. whiskey because they don't know what that nobody really knows what that true process is, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about age. It's about uh, quality of um, of uh, uh, re- elements in that process uh, in that recipe. And I think that determines the price. You know, I don't I don't honestly know why certain brands are as high as they are, you know, but that's just the price. If somebody going to pay three hundred dollars for a bottle. Yeah. And a thousand people doing it, then why would I change that? Right. Uh-huh. So I think with um with some of these brands out here, it's just it's the quality of products and, and things that they use in that product. Okay, and and what has the reception been as you go around and introduce, especially our people, black yeah. people, to liquors that are black owned? I think uh, I can get into that. I mean, we had an event, uh, Taste Black Spirits, the first one, uh, March twenty second and twenty third, and it was phenomenal, right? It was mm-hmm. an intro, it was, and we called it the introduction. So we introduced a, c- a couple hundred people to these African American to thirty two African American owned brands. It's one hundred thirty total mm-hmm. and growing. But we we introduced to a 32 of them and and the response was excellent. I mean, they ha- now they have options. Now they're in the know. Now they understand like, wow, I got e Corrente and it's and it has a uh, what is that one they like the um, uh, not the Blanco, not the Respirado. What is that? Uh, ah, the anyway the the most expensive one. They love it, so it matches something they used to drink right like the nejo a nejo thank you yeah because people right now is like i want some nejo yeah that's that's like a fancy thing now but see again we forget that we make everything famous Mm -hmm. whatever we stamp on that's what's famous that's what that's what it is nejo blanco these are tequilas i know that kind of because of tony and he was explaining like okay yeah because because that's another one of the things too as you get older like i even told tony had to sell me he was like i was like yo man i stopped drinking tequila when i transitioned to 30 right but my my idea of tequila was 1800 mm-hmm. no offense to the people that mm-hmm. like 1800 mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think i i had enough 1800 to say let's let's not do that again right you know <laughs> right. what i'm saying right. and then i try a different tequila mm-hmm. and it's like oh mm-hmm. the taste can be smoother it can yeah. this can be cut different like it's not what i was thinking yeah where it's like yeah yeah and that again that process the 1800 and and those other brands, I think even Tito's, Tito's is like, you get a half a gallon of fucking Tito's for less than $50. A half yeah. a gallon. Yeah. Right? So, and I don't, I've never had it, but you understand, it's like, that's, that's not a quality or, I shouldn't say quality, that's not a premium brand. No. As far as the other brands that they like, um, I mean, I'm going to go back to Ecorinta, right? Yeah. That Anejo brand, that's a, it's a great drink. I've had it. And I'm not a tequila drinker. It's just the smoothness of it. Yes. And then there's another one. Puffy has is a um, what's that called? Um, De Leon, mm-hmm. I think it is. Mm-hmm. It's a great taste. And I've had that 1800 you talking about. And I'm like, yeah. 
me i'm like yeah, i can't drink that no more yeah. and then when you tequila period then when you do taste these different smoother yeah. versions of what tequila probably should taste like right yeah. for our palates yeah. right yeah. you're like oh okay that yeah. ain't that's great Quavo, yeah it, it's it's a different it, yeah you know and definitely for people watching it's like yes you can tell yeah. we have been in nightlife industry yes <laughs> so like nightlife itself i think puts you adjacent to a lot of liquor yeah absolutely you know so you're trying different drinks absolutely as drinks add to lifestyle yeah absolutely as we know you know really absolutely. the roots of these things come from they call them spirits because in yeah. africa originally yeah. different spirits were called to emote different different things so like the the different elixirs would you know it would be like a rum for this yep uh 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 you know a uh, a brandy for that yep. and so forth and so on yeah i've had a 105 year old person tell me my question was well how did you how do you live so long and she simply said a shot of whiskey every day hilarious and that, that was her fact like and i'm like how can i contest it if she's 105 i i, I think <laughs> right? i think people you know people especially like you know the benefits of wine i mean yeah. so much of everything in life is moderation and knowing where your limits are yeah but when we think about the lifestyle brand, even with like cigar culture that yep. caught on, um, it's catching on even heavier now. Like it's every year is becoming bigger and bigger. And you have African men. I, uh, for instance, the gentleman that uh, Jason Armstrong shout out to him, Den of Thieves Whiskey. He has a cigar brand coupled with that. Mm -hmm. So uh, and then you have um, I'm not sure if you, I'm sure you know now uh, Petty Cash on the, on Living Noise. As a, a shout out to uh, them guys over there, Rufus and them. It's a cigar lounge also, mm -hmm. built from the ground. So that cigar thing and the pairing it with whiskey and certain cognacs is a, again, it's a lifestyle. And that, and that, in that lifestyle, what are what what have you seen as as this kind of goes into different experiences of the black experience for these different brands? Like, what have you seen for the fashion show versus the, you know, the. Uh, like I guess the the celebration. What are the spirits that you see people kind of gravitate to, and what are the black owned liquors that that complement that? Right. I think uh, for Detroit specifically, the introduction now, and, and we'll come back to this at some point because now I've just really introduced it to them. Yeah. They're they're very aware of Uncle Nearest, and they're becoming aware of Duke and Dame. Right. So those are my starter points. Now we all know that. Snoop Dogg has a, a, a gin. We all know that uh, E-40 has a, a lovely wine, uh, tequila, uh, um, cognac. So those brands, I don't specifically um, um, represent directly, but I push those brands as well as everything else because my agenda is getting people to understand and know that african-american brand have quality brands out that you can also try or even switch off from whatever it is you drink it right yeah. um but my, my my total agenda is to get these uh african-american owned brands that are not readily available in michigan to become available in michigan i've been talking to um uh one of our uh, major uh distributors here and and talking to them about collectively approaching not even they don't even have to approach these brands because i brought, brought these brands to their front door mm -hmm. so here's here's what i got for you collectively i need you to have this conversation 
and bring these brands in as a collective. That way you're not just walking one in at a time. This is what you have. And that's a historic, that's not just historic for that distributor, but it's historic for our, our culture and the spirit culture of black brands. And when you talk about the spirit culture, I, I guess we, we need to look at, um, you know, you say people are receptive, people are learning, but also uh, just just for you in general. Yeah. Um, what's next? What what do you see if you if you collectivize that? Uh, what, what's going to be next for the moves of marketing the black spirits here in in a black city? Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it, it's the black spirits legacy. You know, I, I, I started that. Uh, because that's a fact for me. Like we have a legacy. How do we fulfill that? And and what angle are we using? Now with these spirits, we all enjoy at some. Most of us enjoy at spirits at some point in our life. Most of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the agenda is I have a have a the distro is what I call it. It's to be at the Garden Theater, it's September 29th. Wow. And that that again will bring. And it's a larger. Um, it's a larger event for uh, African American brands. I'm expecting at least 80 brands. Uh, to come out to that and it's not just sipping and tasting it's conversation it's it's like a panel and and again i'm inviting retailers um uh, store owners restaurant owners to get to to be in this environment to have and the founders of these brands will be here Mm -hmm. for this one we had six founders come uh last time but i'm expecting excuse me i'm expecting at least 30 to come to this one and that is a two-day field the the founders and owners come on the 28th. So it's a two day event. The founders and owners get press, uh, media. We have discussion uh, um, with, um, again, with distributors and, and stores and restaurants. That's when that's the first event. And then the public event is introducing it to the miles of of our Detroit, our, our Detroiters, our our way makers, our everybody that can that has a hand and in, in making and in, in helping uh, push our agenda. And it's a lot of us. There's a lot of cats out here. I'm talking about all those cats, Rico and all them cats that, you know, promo that come and be, come behind us. These younger cats, right? They yeah. do promos at Society, at The Mix, at Minis, at Floods. All these young cats, man, that, that's coming yeah. up doing this thing. So they're a part of my agenda. Like, yo, I need y'all to take these to those places where y'all frequent, where y'all give a party every week. Or y'all have something, even the joints in Greek Town. Like, yeah. I need this in there. And y'all, y'all have a way in. I need y'all to break this in there. Yeah, you know. So that that's the that's the ultimate goal is to get these brands readily available in Michigan at all these uh, venues and restaurants and stores that we frequent, that we spend billions of dollars in. Mm-hmm. Right. This is this is black. I'm all black. Everything, and I mean that. Like that's not something I'm just saying. Like I really mean. I live that. Shirts, hats, shoes, socks. You know, <laughs> brands. They think I wear is mine. So, you know, that's 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 the agenda. And seeing that expand, and congratulations on that. Uh, Detroit is different. Definitely going to be in the mix there. For somewhere. sure, one hundred percent. As as that connects, um, getting through some of the the red tape with that, yeah, can be can be a daunting task. Yes, as, like I say, I've done different events, yes. and then it becomes one of those things where it's like, hey, I get you as a liquor sponsorship, mm-hmm. but then now you got to talk to the bar, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, if you giving all that free liquor away, ain't mm-hmm. nobody gonna really buy our bar, and that's how we make money, mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. we work this out, mm-hmm. uh, knowing those uh, agreements and then the equity that comes from it. But mm-hmm. if the people truly request it, mm-hmm. so much can be given. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, because the people, I mean, we. 
we not an army without a people without the people we just a person mm-hmm. you know and your army is can is people mm-hmm. so in order for us I, I move as a people not as a one i move as a people and i think i've established enough relationships in this game or in this city to where uh, even even talking to the guard theater it's, it's a partnership this ain't yeah. this ain't me and this ain't you this is us and as long as I get you to thinking like a, a collective and like a us, you'll understand the ultimate goal. And it's not just about money. Money don't motivate me. Yeah. You know, getting getting this shit done is what what where I'm, where's my focus at. Uh, and and in getting it done, what are what are some of the the ideas of getting some of those brands to invest more in Detroit or being around? Like, how does that happen? How does uh, I, I, how does uh, distilling happen here more so? How because these ideas, mm-hmm. I'm sure, eventually expand where mm-hmm. that industry comes. As we're watching a whole, I don't even know what I, I can't even explain what's happening with the cannabis industry in Michigan. Oh my goodness! I'm watching a, I'm watching a lot happen in reference Man. to that. Let's just say that. Man, and and, and liquor in the same world of like you know cannabis is part of a lifestyle yes liquor is part of lifestyles too yes yes um what you know how, how do we welcome in more industry of that in black distilling and so much i think i think being considered about what what it really is it's it's one of those things where it goes well with a dis with the with the a, a five course meal and i and what i mean by that is Certain things go well with certain things. You know, yeah. you wear a bow tie, you expect it to wear a jacket, you know, a tuxedo jacket. You expect it to look a certain way and feel a certain way, so you wear that. And what you when you when you're in a tuxedo, you're not you're not gonna drink a forty ounce. You're not gonna walk around with a forty ounce in your hand. You're gonna walk around with a certain kind of glass in your hand, be it a rocks glass with just uh Uncle Nears over neat, right? Or a champagne glass. So it's it's about what goes with what with this and i'm i'm, I'm with you with the, the cannabis industry is um, it's ridiculous here right mm-hmm. but i think as always getting people to know and understand like vibe with this it's the same vibe like those things those other brands that we're not connected to that have their own legacy that yeah. we we built their world we we yeah. we solidified their legacy yeah. for them for 200 years going yeah, out from like here. I, I've seen, you know, I've seen Cavassier sponsorships and maybe going to like an event here and yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, and that partnership with people like, I mean, sh- definitely Shed and, yeah, you know, people yeah. that have moved, Macon, yeah. uh, Darnell Macon and, and, and different people. Uh, but that I think that was more like a partnership after the fact as opposed to like building from the ground up. Right, right. And that leverage, like yeah. you say, we've... We're, we're ground level. I'm on the ground with these brands that are trying mm-hmm. to get, trying to become aware of like island john right island john is an excellent vodka excellent the the rate the reviews on island john vodka this past event was through the roof phenomenal it it matches and does better than any other vodka out here Hmm. i'm saying that and i'm not a vodka drinker i'm going off what the people say what those people that got the money say hey how can i get a case of that these are customers these ain't stores yet even wow. even one a couple of the stores like how do I get a case of that? Mm-hmm. How can I get a couple cases of that? He's on his way. We're trying to expedite that, mm-hmm. you know. But that's not my position to expedite it. I can only influence it. Yeah, I can definitely influence it, and that's what that's how I use what I'm capable of doing. I'll just put my influence on it. Yeah, and, and because I'm trusted into in in all industries here as far as entertainment, 
then it may move. It's about utilizing what you can do, what I can do, and, and pushing the agenda. Like, hey, this I believe in. Uh, you should be working with Detroit is different, and this is why I should. I don't have to give a long story. It's be based on me saying it to you. Should be should help you move it around, right? Yeah. Now that definitely leads to that type of buy-in to as they call it maybe guerrilla marketing yeah street team marketing yeah but basically it's the it's the person to person campaigning yeah. for yeah. a product or a service yes uh how do businesses develop that type of trust because it's tough people know that it's needed but that seems to be a very tough thing to find a person with that type of commitment how do businesses vet uh, someone that provides the services you provide. How does that? How does that relationship build? How? How do you get in business where you trusting? You know where you're shipping, especially if you states away. Like right. you're shipping, right? You know thousands of dollars worth of promotional products, right? Right. To uh, to expand your brand, right? Like what What are the metrics? And I know people always say like, well, you know, you just decide what goals are, and then you validate it, and it's like it's, nah. it's more to it. Like, how does what does that look like? How do you do? Hey, okay, I'm from I'm from the east side of Detroit, man, and and all my my mentors are twenty plus years older than me. When I say these these dudes come from a certain way of life, you know, what I'm talking about. They come from wearing suits every day, dobs and fedoras. Uh, pool hall game, all I'm talking about. They lock right, so they they teach you a certain kind of way of doing business, right? And what I mean by that is, if if uh, uh how I get your trust, how I got a trust of uh, of uh, uh, one of the liquor specific liquor companies is, uh, I'm like, okay, I'll buy it, ship it here, and then you just reimburse me. Now I done already initiated, hmm. right? And that that's unfamiliar to people. Like, what you gonna do? What? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take care of that cost. Then you get me and catch me up later. You can catch me up after the event. Mm -hmm. And now that's because of that. That's like, okay, why would he do that if it's not for real? Mm -hmm. Why would he do that if his intentions are not aligned with what he's saying? Because I want, I'll take that fear out of your head. I'll, I'll remove that doubt away from you because I don't have time for the doubt. I'm about movement. I'm about getting it done. And if we, if it takes me to get it takes me to initiate this in order for you to believe that this is going to get done then i'll do that and that works like and for me it works like i don't do that with everybody but selective few it's like let me show you mm -hmm. right I, I i sent i sent a partner of mine to toledo to pick up a, a case <laughs> and they reimbursed me later it's like yeah I'll, I'll go get that don't worry about it and they're like really yeah because I'm about building. I'm about let me remove your fears that you only have in your head. Because I don't have any. I see the finish line. Mm. I'm already there waiting on you to catch up. Mm. Wherever, whatever you are, whatever you're doing, I'm waiting on you because I already see it. If I believe in you, if I say I want to do business with you, that means I believe in you. That means I'm going to take you everywhere I'm going when you're ready to go. Now, if you hesitate, that's not on me. You hesitate. I don't hesitate. So. That's that's like that uh, classic scene of Scarface when uh, <laughs> when he gets chopped. Well, Scarface, obviously a very violent movie. Yeah, it's very violent. Like We're not condoning the violence. Eighty three. Yeah. But, uh, at the time, Tony Montana's partner is murdered in a in a in, you know yeah the Colombians. Yeah. Like. Yes. Yes. And then he's like, "Yo, man, so you got the you got the money and the and the drugs." He's yeah. Like, yeah. I'm gonna give you both back. Yeah. That's exactly what and that it's is. It's like down for the cause. Like, That's it. Go. I'm down for the cause. I'm down for the long game. Short game. It's a difference between business and licks. Yeah. For those who don't know what lick is, it means a quick fix, a quick thing. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So we don't. I don't have time for licks. I did licks when I was in, in teenage years. You know what I mean? I hit a lick. Oh, I just hit a lick. Yeah, they don't last long because it ain't nothing but a lick, right? Yeah. I'm about doing business the long game. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna establish something, I'm gonna establish in the beginning of who I am. You're gonna know who you're working with in the beginning. Yeah. Now, now I, I definitely want you to unpack this a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. as a as a client gets the opportunity to learn more of who you are and this is something my dad always says he's like you know the the dynamics of a relationship Mm -hmm. my dad always speaks on that he says you want to make sure that you have good dynamics in that relationship and when you change the dynamics of Mm. the relationship whether it becomes more personal or more friendship or more you know if if we develop a trend where you know now i'm picking up the phone at 10 o'clock at night yeah i've just now developed a pattern that's like one of the things my dad said like you almost are are not training or conditioning, but you're, I, I don't know what other term, you're, you're developing whatever the boundaries of this right. business relationship You're establishing is those boundaries, yeah. By how, how you start. Yeah. Because if I start where it's like, hey, man, I got the money for you, but you got to meet me over here at 11 o'clock at night. Right. You know, a year from now, when mm-hmm. I want to, when you want to get paid on that invoice, guess what you're going to be doing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you waiting know. for it at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, oh, man, no. you want to be getting up out your bed, and, you know, you're watching the playoff game, and it's like, oh, man, now I got to drive all the way out here to Royal Oak and meet somebody, and yeah. I got to put on the go out night clothes, and I'm yeah. just picking up a check. But, yeah. you know, I can't just pick up a check, so now I got to sit for a second, right. get some chicken wings. Grab some chicken, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I think, I think check, it's you know? establishing what, what the dyna- dynamics are. Are, are, for me, it's, it's simple. I, I kind of talk them through it. Like, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen with this. And this is, as far as an agreement, uh, this is what my agreement is. Like, yeah. I, I have a standard agreement with, with different businesses already printed and ready. Just I just got to fill them in, right? Yeah. Again, like, we've been doing this so long. We've, <laughs> we've, we've, we've Develop, created. Learned, yeah, yes. like, like, in this, like, let me yeah. tell you, I, as I'm joking, like, yeah. The reason I'm joking yeah. about this now is because I've been that guy yes. that's yeah. picked up the check where it's yeah. like, oh, man, why am I driving over here yeah. this later? Yeah. Yeah. People call in late, and it's like, yeah. why are they calling me this late? Like, it's like, oh, I didn't establish the right. Didn't, that's right. That's I right. Didn't, I didn't establish the right boundaries. I didn't build this relationship the right way. Right. And even you can't, even with the agreement, sometimes I've learned, I can't even necessarily rely on a contract because the contract's on paper as as like really it's like a step one but if if i'm not honoring the contract right. like the laws in america right if if i don't honor the contract damn near everything in that contract is out the window yeah you know facts. If, if you know facts, facts. that's a fact i think uh, and and for me i only do business when the energy right you know that's what i mean I, if that if i don't if i don't get a sense and I'm, I'm at that point in my life because we again i've been doing i've been i didn't got somebody got me for 50 plus yeah. at some point in my younger days with my you know i don't i don't experience I mean, that in well, really early in business you can just take a loss of a hundred dollars man where you at man like, oh yes Ooh. because how do you explain that in your head when you know you're you're coming in at a hundred percent like i'm down and then you that happens right yeah. then you like okay am i was I showing some kind of weakness? What what yeah. made what prompted a person to be able to do that? The right? great the great Charlie Murphy said in the Rick James skit, like I guess I'm that one to steal them. <laughs> <laughs> right, you start questioning, it's like right, look in the mirror, like is, is, is that this, that's is what I say? Is that what I'm saying? Yes, is Am that I'm projecting that I'm a sucker? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like oh, 
I guess I'm the person you can <laughs> right, right. But 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 then but then it's like those are the lessons that really yeah. stick to you. It's like okay, I guess yeah. that was a, a, a five thousand dollar lesson I yeah. needed to learn. Absolutely. I never look at it. I, I tell people I never look at it at a loss. I've never failed. I learned yes. what not to do. Everything is yeah. a lesson. If you can turn it around, have you, you can be upset about it, or you can be like, you know what? Let me jot that down, or let me roll the decks that in my head. And, and you definitely, the, depending upon where you at, because money yeah. is arbitrary. But yeah, depending upon where you at, if it was a lot of money, mm-hmm. those are gonna be lessons that you you ain't even really gonna need to take a lot of at, notes on. at all. You'll be at like, all. oh yeah, that's that's, that's a self noted. That's, yeah. that's self noted. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I, I, and again, for me, it's really about doing business. It's really about that energy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately enough, uh, I think the way I live, the, me and my wife, think I'm thankful to her. She really saved my life, and, and I'll get into that another time. Mentally, uh. As far as uh, our relationship goes, she's like that, that power pack that's always with me. Um, and she brings, she brought so much, you know, and I know I'm sticking here for a second. I thought I was going to jump out of this. I, like <laughs> I thought I was going to jump out of this. I got another question in reference as you, as you stay in there, because even in reference to that, as you say, like you learn these lessons, because then you'll do business with somebody. Like when people say, you got a reference to this, mm-hmm. you'll do business with someone but you've established certain boundaries mm-hmm. where they may do business with me. And I'm like, oh, man, he, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. but they did business with you and it works smooth. Right, right, right. So I think, uh, yeah, you know, just she, she, she keeps me sharp, yeah. sharper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause she's sharp as sharp as man. She's sharp, sharp. I ain't yeah. sharp, sharp. Yeah. But I think um, again, just is, is energy. I feel, I can feel people out. Now um, I've, I've awakened this this higher self of myself, and I can. If it's negative, it can't live around me. Wow! Like it doesn't. It, it, it evaporates in my in my space. And that's a fact. Like I don't even see it because it doesn't reach me. And and what I mean by that is because I surround myself with a. And I, I think I put out a certain kind of energy that only can draw that same type of energy back. Yeah. Now we may not do business today, tomorrow, next week, but we might do business next year because the energy is still there. The energy is hasn't has its understanding. It just has not reached. It hadn't aligned on the same road yet. So I, I take my time. I, I, I trust my energy. I trust what I feel. I don't question what I feel because if I immediately feel something different, then it, it it that means it's different. That means it don't belong. So, so within that, and that's that's deep too, because you're right. Your your spirit is very. Uh, I don't know if I want to use the term optimistic, but definitely um, creative, and and ambitious. Yeah, that's the term I want yeah. to say about what can happen. But mm-hmm. then following it, like let's let's do it. Yeah. So with that type of attitude, hence that goes right into what you said. It's like I'm gonna show, but I'm gonna put I'm putting my money on the table now. Yeah. Bam, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, and now it's like, okay, well, damn, I guess I got to put my money on the table <laughs> right. or I'm going to back away. Oh, you're going to back which away. Which will actually reveal to you That's it. that obviously I'm not as committed as That's you right. in the first place. That's right. That's right. So it, it either going to start there or end there. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. Either you're going to start there or it's not going to happen. So so in learning this and, and in moving forward, because, uh, you know, you run into people. I'm sure like I do. Yeah. Uh, and when I say run into this meet just in conversation, yeah. entrepreneurship is very sexy. I'm leaving yeah. a meeting this morning where yeah. we were talking, a new client, yeah. about the how people look at entrepreneurship, generational yeah. generational wealth. Like yeah. it's like buzzwords that yeah. we talked about. Yeah. 
but then then moving past the the fears because those fears are still real yeah and having the guts to say all right like with my new project a lot of studio it's like damn i looked at it i was like yeah it's probably gonna be about yeah you know 15 yeah. we're crowdfunding for 7500 right but it's like i can put these other plays together and i'll get the rest right you know because right. i'm gonna put up half if i want the people to put up half that's right and these are all seeds along the way and it's lessons learned but it's still one of those things where it's like all right where my money at mm-hmm. what bill do i pay what bill mm-hmm. do not do i not play what do i pull the credit card out for mm-hmm. what do i leave the credit card up like in budgeting this and then it's like okay am i gonna you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. okay is it is it going to be peanut butter and jelly in july like what what's happening here <laughs> and i'm okay with that though see that's and that's the one thing is like okay what am i gonna eat what's this gonna take place of well, how's this going like you saying like is it gonna be that well okay cool if yeah. i if it's gonna be that then i'm cool with that right yeah. you know i'll just get the i'll get the crunchy you know <laughs> what i'm saying i'll get strawberry jelly i'll get grape jelly you know what i'm saying so it's uh i think i think for for me and, and again this is over time and this is ain't overnight this is over yeah. time i mean 20 plus years strong you know i've, I've created and developed some business and, and streams that i love to do yeah so i can't i don't complain about it and just making sure i have fuel for all of them you know i'll take every success that I've, i consider success in my entire life and i just use it as fuel i don't yeah. go i don't go get anything out of my past that i can't fucking do nothing with yeah. I can't do nothing with nothing sad. I can't do nothing with something that made me want to crack somebody upside the head. I can't do nothing with that. Yeah. The only thing that I can use from my past is those things that I consider successes. I consider uh, uh, being one of the only cats from Detroit downtown doing a Super Bowl, having a club. I consider that a success because that's I don't even know how I can't explain how I got that done. Yeah, that's right. A, a <laughs> a like, it, you know, Super Bowls are so Come encompassing. It, it's almost like. It's like forget your contract, black man. Yeah. Like w- this is a national yeah thing that Dang. we're doing. Yeah. But the movement of people, like I remember, you know, when we think about the strong energy of our people, uh, you know, a couple of years back when Burt's was like in an array as, mm-hmm. as Rockies mm-hmm. was deciding what they were doing. I think mm-hmm. the owner of Rocky, the mm-hmm. Rockies Peanuts, is mm-hmm. also a heavy owner of a lot of property over there. In heavy, Rocky. heavy. So. Uh, so people were like, man, what's going to happen with Burt's now that that's gone? And it's like, but well, Burt's is a staple. Yes. It's an institution. Yes. The Deering family yes. is ingratiated yes. in Detroit culture, yes. specifically black culture. Yes. Where it's like, if you strip that away, yes. you're going to be stripping away yeah. it's black be- folk from ever wanting to be associated with yes. Mr. Mark. Absolutely. So it almost like it supersedes some of the some of the quote-unquote as we say on paper stuff yeah when you have the 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 real connection and knowing as you say your successes yeah. knowing your values because mm-hmm. in this in this war my dad always calls business a war but the warfare of business mm-hmm. we got things in our toolkit yes and they got things in their toolkit yes because race is still a big factor when it comes huge. to this business thing. huge i mean I, i'll share this with you real quick it, it was funny uh, I spent a lot of time early, early on um, in 2019 with getting our product out of the warehouses. You yeah. know, it was one. It was a moment where uh, I was in the warehouse and we were looking for 300 cases that couldn't be found. And I just couldn't leave a warehouse believing that I'm a different breed. I come from a different way. So you can't just tell me that and I walk away. Hip hop culture, like I said, I can't let I can't let I'm, you tell I'm driving me. Driving through Highland Park, yes, 
because a lot of this liquor is right just not yeah. far from here like yes. a, a lot of the liquor warehouse yes. is done right in highland park yes. like yeah. down the street from where highland park high school used to be yeah <laughs> you know, yeah absolutely people so people that know you know off oakland boulevard you know so we, we i spent two hours over there and and i love the people that were on the ground floor see this, here's what i understand in any business it's you want to connect with the people on the ground floor because they know everything they watching everything they they can they they're not they don't have a problem spending two hours with you to find what because they they they're not sure what happened yeah so we end up finding it in a warehouse where they only kept promotional products yeah tucked away you hear yeah. me tucked yeah. away and i'm like yeah that's intentional but i'm cool with that because i'm not regular and what i mean but you can't just say that to me and be me be like okay well let me go report this scene and no because i know it's here and I'm, and I'm recognizing what's happening because, again, it's that culture. It's that way of thinking. We're looking at it like, yeah, that don't even make sense. We It's a difference if we talk about a case or two. Yeah. We talk about a whole palette. Yeah. No, that don't make sense to that's, me. That's like an order that backs up the order. Yeah. And, and it's funny that you respond to things like that because certain things like that I'll deal with that people have seen. And it's good to know that it's other people in that spirit because it's like I'm not expending the luxury of time to even be angry right at this right because the anger right now it's mm -hmm. like yeah am i am i an emotional person mm -hmm. obviously mm -hmm. but it's like as much as i'm emotional mm -hmm. it's about getting through that's it's, right it's isaiah thomas with that's the right it's that's like, right <laughs> yo, it's <about> i <laughs> don't have the luxury that's right of having a broken ankle right now no so i'm about to hobble that's Down right. I'm gonna finish this. Bus ass. I'm gonna finish this. I didn't ride out here to ride home and yes. with nothing. No, I'm gonna finish this because I know better than this. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's it's just one of those things where even coming in contact with certain people, uh, when you when you when you having a conversation about uh African American owned brands, right? Yeah. Some people are cautious about saying it. Me, I'm not. For what? Wow. Why yeah. why? Why would I be cautious about something that exist right and then the face-to-face -face sometimes is even even weird because yeah. it's a lot of um as now we're getting into a deeper discussion where you know it is we're here now but uh a lot of the the white supremacy and racism is way more implicit than explicit yeah so in, in a lot of the implicit things are the natural things that make us because to me this is where the word diversity and inclusion sometimes it throws me off because it's like to truly be inclusive, you have to culturally shift yes. how things are done. But yeah. because it's not our world, it's not our culture. Yeah. Like just being sitting in a warehouse where it's like, where's my stuff? And then they're like, well, come back down. And then one guy says, I don't know where it's at. Then the next guy comes and says, I don't know where it's at. Then the third guy comes and I don't know where it's at. That's a cultural shift where they expect the average person to just say, well, damn, they don't know where it's at. And they'll walk away. That's, that's they don't expect you to sit there in your presence and almost be like the 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 entity where it's like damn they didn't respond i expected them to respond right so now what's our response right you know <laughs> right. uh I, I was in a in a in another meeting about like neighborhood development mm -hmm. they were like you know how do we connect to detroit a little bit more and it was at the renaissance center mm -hmm. and i was telling them you know in my usual like sometimes i get kicked out of groups and shit <laughs> in my usual me nature i was like yo this is a problem 
Yeah. Because y'all want to connect to Detroit neighborhoods, but me passing three security guards and needing a badge and a clearance and all that stuff, that's already going to disconnect a lot of people from coming here. Meaning like, even if I come here, I've already been disassociated from what it is. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like me inviting you mm -hmm. to my family reunion mm -hmm. where you passing all of my family members, mm -hmm. you know, or the example I use, like if instead of a resume, you had to dance to get a job. And like, you know, you had to do uh, you had to do the arrow flea and perfect. And they'd be like, what does this have to do with anything? And it's like, hey, culturally, that's what we that, do. That's what we do. So yeah. as far as I'm concerned, culturally, you know how the arrow flea got a whole lot to do with you being on the east side that's of right. Detroit. That's right. So hit it the right way. Hit it the right way. And unless you hit it the right way, guess what? You can't be hired. You can't be and hired. And people be like, that don't make no damn sense. And yeah. it's like, yes, that's how I feel that's about how we feel. your process. Yes. But culturally, that's your process. Yes. Yeah. So, like, in dealing with this, and this is, you know, the microaggressions and white supremacy and racism, it's like we're unpacking a lot of things where this world is so designed where we have to function on multiple levels of still being ourselves, mm -hmm. still being comfortable within mm -hmm. our skin, knowing that engaging in that other world, it's like, no, I'm going to sit here. I'm not I'm not thinking to the back in the back of my mind because it's a lot of fears as a black man. It's like I'm in this other place. I'm in this warehouse. I don't own this warehouse. They're yep. going to threaten me with calling yep. security yep. and they could possibly call the cops. Yep. And then when the cops come, it's like, damn, shit, I was just watching George Floyd last. Week. Right. Do I want to get shot over yep. these cases? Of these are all the thoughts mm -hmm. that are going on. Like, is it really worth that? I mm -hmm. mean, shit, they possibly could have really lost it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should call the uh, the actual distillers again. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe I'm off my game. Mm hmm. But and to then, sit there in your own presence and be like, nah, fuck that. Because I'm, I'm not. about to sit That's here right. and I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with all of this stuff as they come. Security mm -hmm. guard, come up. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell the security Walk guard. Walk with me. Yes. See, and that's what and that's exactly how that goes. You I am assessing. I walk in, I, once the first person said that, okay, let me get these four people to walk with me. Yeah. It's gonna be one security guy, it's gonna be this guy named Matt, <laughs> it's gonna be this one guy, it's gonna be everybody's gonna move with me and we're gonna have conversation outside of what we're looking for, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna get you real comfortable. Because I'm yeah. the only black person out of these whole four people. Yeah. I'm gonna get you real comfortable with who you are, but you're gonna feel my energy and like I'm not fucking playing. Yeah. I ain't gotta say it. You're gonna sense it. But that sense just of being, as I always say, I mean, this is like I say, I didn't expect this interview to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. We hear that. Being a black man, yeah, uh, that's that 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 presence of being a black man. It's almost like we're yeah, we're we're pit bull off a leash anyway. Anyway, in most social situations. Anyway, anyway. black dude, even even for other black men, sometimes it's like, man, who who is that? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you you walk into the gas station, somebody hit that corner. Mm -hmm. If it's a white guy, you'd be like, eh. Mm -hmm. You know, a mm -hmm. lady and eh. mm -hmm. another black dude, you'd be yeah. thinking like, yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, yeah. but depending upon how we trigger, how we That's see right. each other. That's right. But that same presence carries over because right. this has been indoctrinated in us That's through right. media, through stereotypes. Right. Whereas we know, you know, we're understanding that we have that presence, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but knowing that how to deal with that, how mm -hmm. to disarm how to, that, how to use, knowing right. that. How to, how to, it's really how to use that thing you already have like yeah. i walk with a certain presence like yeah. I'm, I'm i'm unafraid of any and everybody it's like i have no fear in a person an individual but when i when i when i'm adamant about something when i know something is is what it something is supposed to be something else you're going to know it too and you're going to be willing to assist me yeah. that's the energy you're going to be willing i'm gonna put you on my team yeah. and you don't even recognize that that's what's happening right mm -hmm. because 
you initially you have a, most people had a script. Okay, if this happened, you say this. If this happened, you say this. But because, <laughs> like you said, because when they told me they couldn't find it, I didn't accept that. They're like, oh, I don't have nothing for him not accepting it. I got yeah. the what I oh I got do now. All you got to do is two listen. Levels of basically, I'm expecting him to turn around. Yep. And, and pack and, up and go and, home. And me because get back to this. that's usually what happens. Yep. And that didn't happen. And because it didn't happen, it's almost like, I, and once we found it, the the true story is, once they found it, I didn't. I wasn't upset about it. I'm like, oh, no. yeah, okay, I need this to go here, this to go here, this to go there. I appreciate y'all doing this. Here go my car. Here go some tickets to this and tickets to this. Now, I didn't open, and at that time, I was doing the uh, Bad Boys uh, 3 thing at the Imagine Theater. And I invited them all out because I know that you wasn't sure on how this was going to play out. Yeah. I know that you were stuck because you had, you had did everything you were supposed said everything you were supposed to say. And he didn't leave like, Oh, that didn't get him out of here. Yeah. I actually showed you how to go the extra mile to get it done. Yeah. And I think, I think, and that's, I, I try to leave all good things with people. Like I wasn't upset. I was just, I just knew better. Yeah. And, you know? and even with that, like knowing that in business you're gonna do business with people you don't like likability that's a fact um i mean in in the packaging of how like i guess narratives are sold and 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 and, and, um in the movement of which i support it but i still think it's more personal like the mental health movement Mm -hmm. which is harder sometimes for me to unpack because it's like it's like mental health is definitely a personal yeah uh, it's it's a personal testimony, but when we interact with the world, mm-hmm. I have to know that the world can engage me on whatever level. That's right. So, and I, I and I'm human. I could be triggered, mm-hmm. but to knowing to know how to respond to my triggers, mm-hmm. yeah, to know that man. I can't get off my game, yeah, because you know I'm gonna yeah. be doing business with people I don't like, yeah. If if all I and have people to gonna say something I don't like, yeah. I mean, if I was limiting, you know, who I interact with to people I only like. Shit, I'm, <laughs> that, that'd be two I'm hours be out the day. That's it. That's right. You can't. You can't conduct. You can't be in business if you're only doing business with four people. Yeah. Forever. That that don't. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know. I think. Um, I think as as African American as black men as men in living in Detroit from Detroit as businessmen we 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 grow. Now we're right. we're different than who we were at twenty because you know we we know we know growth. We we learned over time. We watched other b- people do business. We adapt. We not adapted, but we we found our lane on how mm-hmm. to do. We and we know, like you said, we know we have to control certain triggers because people are going to upset us. What they do, what they say, because what are their? We don't we don't necessarily know their intentions behind what they're saying or True. what they're trying to do. Are they trying to insult us on the slide? You know all yeah, these things you reckon. Trying to play me. Like trying a to play. Me. Right. Right. That that's that's that's. As people say, the reptilian brain, but that's that's the level of like being a kid. Yeah, you know, like you know, it's funny when I go around guys and they always talk about like, oh man, I fought this and I fought that, and it's like, man, I ain't got into a fight. In oh my god, decades, decades. Like I can't even see what that trigger would right, be. Right. But furthermore, it's like I can't. Like, what is the res? I have to, as in my entrepreneurship, I have to have a in. Ga- I gotta have a. a uh, in game, I got to be thinking further down the field. I'm right. thinking touchdown. That's right. First down matters, and getting into play, yep. all of that matters. Yep. But it's like I, I, I don't have time to think about fouls on the field, right fights yeah. on the field. You ain't yeah, got time like, for that. I can't, I can't even really. 
honor a lot of that. Yeah. So I'm almost dismissive. Sometimes people happen, like uh, one, one podcast, a guy tripped and it fell down. And they was like, man, how did you just stay focused? I'm like, man, it was funny. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't have time because I'm podcasting mm-hmm. to even stop and really laugh because my podcast ain't where I laugh. Now, right. Josh's podcast? Yeah. Because it's comedy based. Yeah, that's all I'm day. cracking up all time. All day. That's but all it's day. like, it's a focus that just exists where, I, you know, those triggers I have to control. I yeah. got to know, yeah. you know, yeah. I have to know what to process, when to process, mm-hmm. exercising my presence of mm-hmm. mind. And this is where I get into my mental health. Yep. Yep. So that I can move forward. Yep. Because if I break and and go left, mm-hmm. guess what? I don't know when I would ever come back and go right. <laughs> right. That's if, right. I, if I allow myself to just be like, all right, forget it. I'm allowing them triggers to exist. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they, they shoot trigger. I would, I don't know, it, you, you know, and from even the tone of text message. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, I'd yeah. be like, what in the hell? Yeah, man. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep it one and like, Sir, and I got 13 brothers and sisters, man. I love them all. I love them, love them, love them. Yeah. You know, they can't call me with nothing negative. They can't have a conversation with such and such did this or this happened. You can't have that because I can't take none of that in. That yeah. I, It don't benefit me. My mind is this 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 machine that's creating, designing, yeah. and, and doing this thing. So if you input that, what am I supposed to do with it? What it can I create? Immediately goes to the, yeah. the recycle. Yeah, that's it. Computer, like. Delete. <laughs> yeah, that goes away. Right. That's done. Because again, is gro- and growing to understand the re- way you react is important, and is is because it's a decision. Your reaction is a decision. You can choose. The world will have you thinking that at a funeral you're supposed to cry go crazy do this do this because over time that's what people do then the truth is like uh if you know that death is the only guarantee in life then you won't really respond respond that now you can have your times where and that's expected because it's it's love it's grieving you're going to have that what what i for myself and i can't speak for anybody else and I'm getting into something. Are we going so heavy in so many different but things? We but there. it's right. We there. When my mother passed, my family re- thought my reaction was supposed to be their reaction. My mother had already prepped us our whole life mm-hmm. for that moment. My mother lived a beautiful, great, exciting, music-filled life. I only can respond to that. Her life, how she lived it. I have pictures of my mother, and I think about my mother all the time. Those pictures just keeps me there with her. She's always here, right? So I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't the one <laughs> falling out, crying, hysterical. I think what I did, I just played her song. It was this, it was uh, Lionel Richie all night long. That's what's up. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's funny you mention that. Even when my mom passed, uh, it was. It was a similar experience where people were like, man, you didn't really break down. And I was like, I mean, I looked at it and it was surreal mm-hmm. to, to walk into Henry Ford. I saw my dad and and that's a different relationship being mm-hmm. husband. But my mom, we were on such a good like we were on the best terms mm-hmm. I've ever been with my mm-hmm. mom when she passed. Um, so I was I, walking into Henry Ford and I saw the way she looked mm-hmm. and just knowing my mom. I'm like, she's passed because I know how much my mom cared about like presentation yes, and everything. Yes, man. And when I saw the body and they said like, she's still breathing. And I'm like, no, I know. Because no. 
if my mom had any of her in her, yes, that ain't happening. She would have wheeled herself. That's right. Like, give me that comb. That's right. That's right. That's right. Give me that. That's right. I ain't going outside. I ain't looking like that. I ain't about to be a little mess. So it's like all of those lessons, and then it like reconnected me to, and I already knew Ron and them too. Like she loved the dramatics. So now the dramatics take on a different sense of like of 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 experience yeah. and listening to it yeah and being there yeah. and even like uh it was tougher and i tip my hat to to my sister uh david uh um you know and uh or, or her husband david my sister and uh and my dad because just being there at the house mm-hmm. family was coming up friends was coming up mm-hmm. that was heavy i was there for a second but mm-hmm. i had to get back to mm-hmm. my fortress of like mm-hmm. Cause it, it you, you're right. Like in that emotion of grief, mm-hmm. you know, a person is my mom, but they want to share in the grieving. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like my presence of mind kind of ain't there. I want right. to focus on these pictures. I want to focus on to to make the program. I want to yeah. focus on on the life of it. Yeah. I want to focus on on the 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 connecting with my nephew. Like to sit here and go over like mm-hmm. and, and it's lessons I've learned and and I walk with. Like first off, if I know someone passed. The what happened, why, and when. I'm now a person that I'm not. I'm not asking any of those questions. And right. If I ever do, definitely stop me because that whole you know yeah. we could have took her to this. And, nah, you know, nah, I ain't doing. He got ain't, these roots. I ain't doing that. Right, right. Did this. Right, you right. Know, them people over at Beaumont did yeah, that shit to my yeah, uncle. Like I'm yeah. not trying to hear that, and I'm not trying to bring that energy to a person. Right, right. Because what? Because what can you do with that? Right. Be. Right. I'm not That's in right. that zone. That's personally. right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And I don't want because i know it that was the toughest to deal with yeah with my mom passing yeah it was the you know and these are people i love and, yeah you know what i'm saying like the that the yeah. the what happened and how yeah, and when and did y'all see something and yeah, i was thinking man, last time know. i saw it and it's like yo man i'm not man, man, oh that my shit. god you saw i'm with you with that because i mean my and shout out to my sisters uh my sisters they did an excellent job yeah with with taking care of all those those situations yeah. but again for me i think um I'm more like my mom than anybody. Yeah. Uh, and kind of like what you said about your mom is my mother, my mother being in the yard, fully looking beautiful, planting flowers. Like she was not, her presentation was solid. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I know, I think for me, because me and my mom, we were very close. We had, we had certain kind of conversations that I don't think none of my brothers and sisters were privy to. Cause me and my mother, we were, we, we were very open. I used to, take her every weekend shopping like that was a plan I was on my calendar yeah. and i still walk with my mother with in with her arm right here right uh-huh. uh and i think um when it when it when it came down to it i i knew it because again i saw her not i saw her become different looking right yeah. and i knew i knew it i saw it coming i saw like i said she had already prepped us for it and then you know funny thing is my mother used to always say when we were little she was like celebrate me when i pass Cause if you don't, I'm gonna come back and haunt yeah, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, it was you know. And that's that. That's the experience that I would want to. And yeah. it definitely was a celebration because Absolutely. I mean, I, depending upon where a person is, but that even in grief, you know, we all process things differently because mm-hmm. it's your relationship with that person and yeah. your spirit. Yeah. Whereas I definitely am more that spirit is eternal. Yeah. You know the the recent passing of the Queen Mother, and that was like one of my big homies. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that spirit is still here with me. Yes, She's indeed. still in that path. She's still yeah. that creative energy as yeah. opposed to like 
the focus on how, what, what could have been mm-hmm. different. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, I definitely want the record be known. If I'm if I'm feeding tube and I'm and I'm barely, <laughs> if you know my essence ain't creative, yeah. that's really what I am. Come on, if if I'm not creative no more, then guess what? Yeah, something's off with me. Yeah, facts. You need to pull that plug. Then go ahead. I, I I, I'm be, saying do I, it. I, I yeah. see myself being 90 and still saying yeah. like, well, you know, we can. Uh, I don't know about then. I don't know what's gonna be going. On. <laughs> all right, but right, right. We can take these VR virtual suits. <laughs> right, and 3D right. And, you know, black people can <laughs> really. I mean, we, we be back for the moon in an hour. Yeah, exactly. right. we, we ain't taking advantage of these right 3D suits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, you know, like if I'm not in that zone, yeah, yeah, then something in my essence, yeah is lost yeah and if my essence is lost in the physical then obviously it's transitioning more yeah. to the spiritual yeah absolutely absolutely and, and, and again to, to top that off i and speaking of spirit it's just like they're already around when we're discussing that that means they're in the room when yeah. we bring them up they're in the room yeah my 10 year old brings up my mother uh when we're watching something she's like, nana she and what had this on had this and, and i know she's present when we speak of her right yeah. So when we're having when we're having slight conversations or or, or we're reminded of them via song or via picture via flowers. I mean, my mom was in the Homes and Garden magazine for years in the eighties and nineties. You know what I'm saying? So anytime I see flowers, she's there. She's going to yeah. be there, and I, I don't get upset. I just smile about it. Yeah, and because that's the decision. Like her life was full, and she gave me so much of her as far as this the way I move and think. It's how she used to move and think. My mother owned a store for 15, 20 years. She she was a hustler. This is what she did. So my thinking comes from the way she think. And I'm, I'm following her around. I'm, I'm right there with her. Like, I'm learning the whole game as we doing it. So I'm like, you know, I only can I only can salute and smile. I'm never upset. I'm never um, uh, uh, sad about it because she had so much life to give us. I mean, when you think about her. All I think about is like, man, I remember she had us thinking we was dancing and we was literally she was we was cleaning up the house mm-hmm. Like she tricked us. You know, what I mean? like she uh-huh. tricked them. Listen to James like Brown Mr. and Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, James Brown and Shane and we Evelyn Champagne King. We that was her joint. And uh-huh. we she got us moving around. We washing walls and everything at the end of the mm-hmm. day. You like, oh, she got us but with she that. Miyagi'd us. Yeah, yeah, she Miyagi'd us. So. But, but that's the that's, that's the wisdom, the and I mean even three sixty back to where we started with like the yeah. uncle nearest brand, yeah, man, is is something else that speaks to life that you know at a while you know people would talk. I'm sure yeah. the family know, but now it's expanded yeah. where it's touching your family, yes, and it's going to touch other families. Yes, like, this is how you know it's a true inspiration. On. It's a true inspiration, and, and it. And it lives beyond the idea yeah. of like, you know, that casket closing being the end of what it yeah. is. Because yeah. now, yeah. today, Uncle Nearest is like a gateway for you in here and, yeah. and the relationship yeah. of others. And, yeah. and now you inspiring up by other black spirits. Like, yeah. it's only going to be that seed in the ground that continues to grow. Yeah, that's that's a fact, man. And, and those seeds create other seeds. Absolutely. Where you, you, you're like, damn, how did that? You know, yeah, well, I mean, you, if you ask me, Kay, last time I was here, I had none of these on the table. No, we're talking about the film fest, which we still yeah. do, right? Yeah, but I didn't even see this coming until mm-hmm. it happened, right? And when it yeah. happened, it just turned on another switch in mine, right? 
it was, it was time to activate. And where all of your skill sets of things you've done before, especially yeah. in music, like yeah. you were armed and positioned. And yeah. we always say you never you're always learning lessons where yeah. your talents. It's like, damn, you're the right guy. Yeah, man. To do this. Yeah. that And, that, and right when because when they mentioned me, I'm like, when they asked me, I'm like, why are they asking me? You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm like, why they ask me? But then I it clicked like, well, I'm sure they researched me. I'm sure of that. Mm-hmm. And that that would be their ask. But I, I was I'm honored to even be a part of this whole legacy because again, it's so inspiring to others. And I get to share this inspiration and these ideas and these and, and these things. Like, you know you can do this. If you if this is what you want to do, you can pretty much do anything you set your mind to. And all you have to do is set your mind to it. And it'll show like um, Uncle Nears is the fastest growing African-American spirit brand ever. Like it's the it's, it's phenomenal. Won so many awards. We have our own distillery, which is opening back up uh, Juneteenth. But it also allows other spirit brands like Island John, Den of Thieves, uh, um, uh, Red Hazel, all these brands, Duke and Dame. LS it allows them to believe that they can do it too. Yeah. So it's not just it's not a I don't know if I can. And that's it's just where that that legacy carries yes, on. Yes. That's it. That that's legacy it. carries yeah. on. We've yeah. been hearing our whole lives like, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 You know, and we and you know, and people like us, Kay, we don't never want to be, man, I wish I could have. I ain't never been him. I do. We do. We we're the kind of people like, yo, I did that. I did that. I did that. We did this. We did this. We did this together. This happened together. This happened together. I'm never, I have uncles and, 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 and friends down in my old neighborhood who still, and, and I love them. I'm, I'm blessed to still have them around, but they have this, this, this idea is like, this is all I was able to do. Yeah. This is all I can do is talk about what I wanted to do. You know what Jig is, and Jay-Z said a long time ago, his uncle told him, you'll never make a million dollars. He said, I made a million dollars like a hundred million times. Because all you have to do is believe in yourself. Yeah. And then the universe will provide everything else. True. And we we live in that. Like, like I said, I believe that I'm capable of doing everything I'm capable of doing. Yeah. And just I just leave it in the air. Always, thank you so much. Yeah, man. Uh, as you guys see this around, we are gonna talk more as it gets closer. That's September, right? Yes, sir. September twenty so ninth. We gonna we gonna definitely be partnering more, uh, and we gonna get these energies in the room. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. And, uh, peace. Peace. Appreciate y'all. Detroit is different. Is where you get information, artistry, history, music, and even comedy. Detroit is different. A home for the culture of Detroit. Visit online at DetroitIsDifferent.com today.